This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. Alright, you guys ready? Since it's already late, let's get into it. Uh, again, you'll have to excuse my voice, but this month we are reading The Wrong Number. Mostly because we wanted to read about Dina and Jade, right? Yeah, I think so. I think that's why we chose this one. Yeah, I think so. Because they're in every book. Also, the yeah. cover looks really creepy, so I, we thought it, I thought it was going to be like a scary-er book, but it wasn't. Does Dina kind of look <laughs> like a skeleton in the cover? Like, her face is weird, and her hairline is like a little far back. And her eyes are super big. She looks all sunken. Yeah, I guess. It's weird. Does, does Jay have a mole on her nose, or is that just my book copy? It is just your book copy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have that. <laughs> but Jay does not have red hair. And she is very much ginger. No, she does have red hair. No, on the cover. Oh, oh. well, that's... There's no it's red. It's like your red hair. It's like Even brown my, red. It just looks brown to me. And their phone looks like it's a rotary. It doesn't look like it has options for all of the no. things they I know. <laughs> yeah, it does not look like a fancy phone. And, like, why are they wearing pajamas? They didn't have any sleepovers. They did all the things that you do at a sleepover, though. Yeah, I guess. They just didn't actually sleep over. Yeah. But that is, like, a pajama outfit, right? The yellow? Yeah. They're one Oh, yeah. Days. Okay. This is, like... This actually is, though, legitimate pajamas, as opposed to the weird nightgowns that (laughs) typically are on these covers. Agreed. I'll give you that. Yeah, they're both wearing PJs people would actually wear. Right. Okay, who made this cover? I don't know. Same dude? Probably. I was just trying to see... Oh, it says cover art copyright 1990 Gabriel. Oh. Just Gabriel. Oh. Just one name. One, he, well, he's a one name artist. Well, Gabriel mm. knows what people wear. To bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sort of. Good for you, Gabriel. You. But I thought this book was, I mean, I guess I just didn't really read the back. But I guess I thought this book, like just looking at this cover, I thought it was like, going to be one of those, like, we're calling them in the house. Uh, yeah, that would have been good. I uh, I did read the back, so like I thought they were prank calling somebody, and then like somebody started prank calling them back, but it was a killer. That would have been way better. I kind of remembered the plot too. Like I oh, I remembered yeah. a little bit of what was going on. Is this one of those books that you reread? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I didn't remember everything. Just kind of like the general plot mm. and that Jaden Chuck hooked up you know the important bits mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah so it is a good cover even if dina looks weird Wait, what number? it'll do the job what number this is? it's pretty oh. early i i remember think like i was definitely thinking it was an early book because all the characters who are referenced are characters from like the first book Mostly. Okay, like five. Yeah, well, and it came out in 1990, so. Yeah. Okay, it's the fifth. Yeah. 
Oh, it's the fifth one? Yeah. Well, I guess I was a little hard for all of her. I've never been on Fear Street bullshit. (laughs) Yes, you have. You've been on Fear Street multiple times. (laughs) In multiple (sighs) books. (laughs) I'm so mad at her. Yes. (laughs) All right. But why would she go back? Yeah. Good question. Why do they ever go back? Because they want to be like Ricky and be in in another book. (laughs) I mean, at least I get some of them. Like, the Corcorans live there. You can't just buy another house. Right. (laughs) But Ricky has no business being back there. No. He's just (laughs) dumb. Not as dumb as these kids, but dumb. Mm, I'd say it's... You you think he's this dumb? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Because they were pretty dumb. Uh, All right. If we are done with the cover, let's, uh, let's... Maybe play. that's how Ricky and Corky hooked up. We're not done with the cover. <laughs> maybe that's how <laughs> Corky hooked up. Like, maybe he's just wandering around Fear Street hoping to be in another book. And then she <laughs> came out of her house and was like, hey, I got a book coming up. You want to be in it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm slated for a trilogy. <laughs> he was like, I'm with you. That's heck yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, all right, whatever. But it wasn't her book that he was in. So maybe she was like, hey, so I'm in this trilogy, but I want to be in one where I don't have ancient evil after me. Do you want to go to the burger barn and see if we can get in someone else's book? And he was like, yeah, man, definitely. Definitely. Let's do that for sure. Yeah, that's my Ricky impression. Like, I haven't been in a nice. book in forever. Like, <laughs> I'm chosen. I yeah. gotta be in a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now we're done with the cover. Now we're done with the cover. Got it. <laughs> well, that wasn't really cover talk. <laughs> cover talk was only about a third of actual cover talk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, what's the back say? How creepy is it? Oh. <sighs> Uh, it says so much. The early books always say so much. I'm gonna have to like pause and take a couple breaths and like drink. Oh, I'm not gonna read the it. It has the the old school welcome to Fear Street. Don't listen to the stories they tell. Yeah, blah 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 blah. I'm not gonna read that part. We got that. Please come quickly. You're my only hope. Okay, Princess Leia. <laughs> or Princess Peach. Or any princess. <laughs> yes. Literally any princess from the 90s and early 2000s. <clears throat> it begins as an innocent prank when Dina Martinson and her best friend Jade Smith make sexy phone calls to the boys from school. But Dina's half-brother, Chuck, catches them in the act and threatens to tell their parents unless the girls let him in on the fun. Chuck begins making random calls, threatening anyone who answers. It's dangerous and exciting. They're even enjoying the publicity and the uproar they've caused until Chuck calls a number on Fear Street. To his horror, Chuck realizes he has called the wrong number. The jokes are over when murder is on the line. 
the murderer knows who they are and where they live, and they have nowhere to call for help. Really, I say that really isn't how it worked. <coughs> no. Trying to kill them, just frame them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they have plenty of places to call for help. Right. Although apparently not the cops. <laughs> the cops suck in this one. <laughs> or the, yeah, not just this one. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> division. Right. I- we really needed them. Also, these kids make the wrong decision every time they have an option to make a decision. Yeah. Like, every time. They're like, there's this decision that makes sense, and then there's the one that gets us in more trouble. We're going to go with that one. So bad. (laughs) No. And I don't even see how it could be updated because it's such a 90s Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never be updated. Like, you could not have this now. No. There's too many. You couldn't even have this in the mid-90s because somebody would just look at their caller ID yeah. and be like, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, yeah. star six, seven. I guess. You call people and- yeah, but then you could just star six, nine. Not if you star six, seven. I think you could still star six, nine. Yeah. Back. No, I don't think you can. I think it's unknown at that point. But 1990 is, like, right before caller ID. Yeah. So yeah. this works. In this. Oh, definitely. This is, like, you can't – you don't know who's calling. You can't call them – like, you can't get their number to call them back. Two years later, and this book was dated. Yeah. This is the most, I think, like, of its time Fear Street book we've read so far. Yeah. All right. Well – Let's uh, get into how it used to work back in the olden days. (laughs) When you were never sure if you were prank calling somebody murdering his wife. Wait, okay, so it starts out with like a prologue of like the killer, sort of like Mouse. Yeah, it was very Mouse. Mouse is way more interesting than this guy. But like, is this, what is this? Now that I read the whole book and now I'm like looking at this, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. He wasn't like (laughs) plotting anything. I don't understand what he was doing. He's like, someone was due for a big surprise, a deadly surprise. All he had to do was be patient and wait and until it was time to act. Someone, you talking about his wife? I guess. Probably. Why wouldn't he just say that? Yeah, like, why wouldn't he just be like... And also, why would, like, is he, does he keep a diary of the murders he commits? I don't understand. What is this coming from? It makes... The, the bad guy POV, like, chapters were stupid. They made yeah. sense. So stupid and pointless. They yeah, and, like, once you figure out, like, what it's, like, what happened, what's happening, and it doesn't, at least, like, the mouse ones made sense to right. the book. These don't make sense. All right. Anyways, it's September, and Jade and Dina are hanging out, like, Doing something with her hair. The first week in September. This takes place over more than two weeks. Yeah. Wow, we actually get times. Do yeah. And so they're just putting gross shit on Jade's hair for no reason, and yeah. complaining about their siblings, and talking about. They're Dina. not putting gross shit. They're putting gel. How does she not know what gel is? I don't know. According to her, it's. 
slime, okay? That's gonna harden. I mean, obviously she's a hardcore hairspray girl, which, like, whatever, it's the 80s, but how does she not know what gel is? Is she a Martian? Dita's not a worldly person. No, she definitely isn't. I guess, but, (laughs) my God. So, um... And then they're talking about Dina's, like, new phone from the future because it has speakerphone and also you can program numbers in it. Yeah. Speed dial. There's that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I couldn't even with that. She was like, what do you do with speakerphone? I know. (laughs) Then she prank calls her sister. And it's the lamest prank ever. It is. She's like... You've been selected as the worst shop, worst dressed shopper of the month. Like, okay. And <laughs> like, Jade. And I'm like, yeah, duh. Because. <laughs> and then they call some boy named Henry. And like. Who's like a big nerd. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, I don't know. She does something like, she tries to like seduce him. Yeah. But he like, don't, he doesn't have time for that. No. <laughs> He just, he's like, nah, he hangs up. Yeah. And then they, uh, they call Rob, Rob, who is Dina's crush. And he's, like, the most popular guy in school. And she instantly turns into Jade as soon as she gets on the phone. She's got, like, she's got, like, a 900 phone number voice. (laughs) Like, talking him up. It's ridiculous. And then, and he's, like, into it. Oh, he's totally, 100% into it. Oh, my God. Um, I like to headcanon that he knows it's her from the beginning. Yeah. Because he likes her. Yeah. And that's why he's into it. Um, and then Jade makes some kind of weird comments about Dina's brother, considering she's saying it to Dina. <laughs> like, dude, don't talk about how hot my brother is to me. That's weird. Is it it's, weird? It's, yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was the most relatable thing I think I've ever read in a Fear Street book. The the moment of being like, yeah, no, it's weird. I hate that. My older brother was the captain of of the wrestling team. He was like popular, whatever. And oh my god, some of my friends used to go on and on, and I'm like, this is gross. (laughs) Please stop. I don't. I don't. I don't care. This is gross. You don't understand how disgusting he is. <laughs> yeah. My my best friend spent years talking about how she wanted to date my brother just because she knew how much it annoyed me. Ugh. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to introduce you to him. Like, no, that's not going to happen. I don't want you ever to meet him. Um, I, always, I don't see. I don't know any better. Someone yeah, because you're an only child. Yeah. Whatever. So when I found out someone has a brother, I always ask if they're hot. Is that wrong? Yes. yes. <laughs> Weird. I want to know. You have a hot brother. I need to know it. I ha- they have annoying brothers. Brothers are not hot. <laughs> they're annoying. I also can't answer that question. Right? I know. Like, you know, know if someone's hot or not. But you, you don't have siblings. You don't understand. I, don't I can tell you if they're pretty or I can, No, I can tell you about my cousins and if they're hot or not. Why? Because they're not as annoying because I don't have to freaking live with them. Yeah. It's just totally different. Okay. 
I can objectively say if one of my cousins is like, you, yes, you would find them attractive. Okay. But I can't say that about my brothers. Okay. I just can't. Well, I feel like everybody has that, like, fantasy where they're going to be, like, you're, like, hanging out with your best friend and their older brother is, like, over there thinking about you in the next room. No? Is that just me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I Like, you're having a sleepover with your friend and their older brother is there, but he's just, like, he's not hanging out with you guys because you're too, like... Young. Yeah. But then he's over there, like... I'm trying to think what friends of mine had older brothers that I would have, like, had a crush on. I'm not really, most of my friends have, I feel like, younger siblings. Yeah. Yeah, mine, mine all had younger siblings. I mean, I don't, but I can't think of anybody that had an older brother that I liked. I just like the fantasy. Just the, fa- the in general. <laughs> yeah, just the fantasy. That would happen someday. The only, uh, like, friend that I had that had an older brother, uh, he, I used to call him Willow, because he looked like Willow. From the movie. Aww. Like his face. They have the same, like, face and, like, hair and... Willow was awesome, though. I know, but I don't want to date him. Well, he's, like, three times your age, so, yeah, probably no. He's yeah. not that old. I don't know. How old is Warwick Davis now? I don't know. Is he still alive? Yeah. He's alive? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like, old. He is good. This movie came out a long time ago. Okay, you know you've seen him in, like, a lot of other stuff, right? Like, like every Harry Potter, Harry Potter movie. Yeah, I was gonna say he was pretty young during Willow. So like I, I feel like he's maybe ten, fifteen years older than us. Yeah, he's only forty eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought he was in like his sixties. Yeah. I, I would just assume that because eighty he was like in a movie when he was in the eighties and he wasn't like that young. I don't know. We're not good at ages. No. <laughs> We're really sorry. We still like you. <laughs> I just felt the need to apologize to Warwick. <laughs> to Warwick Davies. Yeah. If, he, if you're listening, Warwick, we're sorry. Just in case he ever stumbles on this. Willow's awesome. Also, Ravenclaw House, two of us. So, Flitwick. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about Fear Street. <laughs> and Willow. And Willow. So, yeah, I knew immediately from this chapter that there, this is the most 90s of all 90s books. No. And it can never be updated. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if Speed Dial is a dated reference. Like, presumably, you know, with cell phones, you don't have, you don't have Speed Dial because you just go into your contacts. Yeah. And you don't really use yeah. it. Anymore. But you can. Really? You like, you can program people's numbers, no way. like, into... Like, into a number? Yeah, like, you hit two and then enter, and it'll call, whatever. What? Yeah, that's still a thing. Is it really? How do you do it? I don't know. I, <laughs> I haven't done it, like, <laughs> I don't need to, but... I have favorites, where... I have favorites, but I don't... I didn't pick my favorites. They're just the people that, like, call me the most. Oh, I, no. I I... One of them's my doctor. <laughs> No, I picked mine. It's, like, mostly family. Uh, Maybe you can't do it on iPhones, but you used to be able to do it on regular cell phones. Well, 
like before they had a smartphone. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you had smartphones. You could just hold the number down and it would just call them. Right. And I definitely, before smartphones, I definitely did that. But you could also go into your contact in a smart, in a regular cell phone. That's true. But it took so, a lot longer than it is now. It did. Uh, so the next day, Dina and her dad go to pick up Chuck at the airport. Um, and everything is weird and awkward. And then it gets worse because there's a car accident right in front of them. And Chuck, like... And there's a dog inside the car. <laughs> and Chuck is, like, weirdly fascinated by all of this. And, like, immediately rushes in to save the dog. Yeah, because Earl Stein had to, like, set up that, like, ooh, is he bad or is he good? Like, right. Honestly, dynamic. I think he's, you know how sometimes, like, um... I don't know if this actually happens in real life, but it does happen a lot in Criminal Minds. So, you know how, like, sometimes somebody will be, like, they'll be, like, an adrenaline junkie or a hero junkie, and eventually, like, putting out the fires that other people set isn't enough, so they set their own fires to put out so they can be the hero. That's what Chuck is. Oh. Like, ten years from now, he's going to be setting his own fires to <laughs> be a hero on the little <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I could see that. Right? But yeah, I had the same thought of like, am I supposed to think that Chuck is a good guy because he rescued a dog from, you know, a, a burning car? Well, I felt like at this point, they were, he was trying to like, Simon was trying to make you like second guess Chuck. Especially with the, I feel like with the, uh, with the killer point, point of views for the first half of the book, it's almost like he's trying to set Chuck up as, you know, is he the killer? But then you very obviously find out he's not. Yeah. So I don't understand that's, why. That's what I thought at first too, because I didn't remember the plot to this book. So I'm like, oh, is one, is it like somebody they know? Like, is it Chuck? Is it somebody? Like, I didn't think it was Chuck. Yeah. Obvious. But I'm like, is it like somebody, is it like mouse you know like there's somebody hanging out with them yeah you know but then then like 20 pages in i'm like no it's not it's it's some guy on beer street it's like stein just he has to set up his books in familiar ways to him even if it doesn't make sense for the story <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i feel like like the villain monologue thing like cut off very abruptly it's like we don't yeah, need this anymore we're done with this yeah you know it's not Chuck. We don't need to do this anymore. I know, but there was like, like take it all out because it didn't make sense. No, it was stupid. Um, but Chuck does save the dog, and he's the hero. That doesn't make him not a dick. <laughs> yeah. Next morning, he's it's like, like trying to be nice and like getting ready for school and being like, "Come on, I'll like show you around." And he's like, "I don't need your, like, I don't need you to show me around." Uh, yeah, he. I actually wrote that he's a dick to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's playing this book's version of creepy asshole who's not actually a bad guy. Yeah, he's yep. that stock character of yep. aggressive. But this time he's a main character. Yeah. Sort of. He's the aggressive jerk who thinks he's funny, but he's not. Yeah. Stock character. Alright. Mm -hmm. um, so now at lunch. And she's talking to Jade. And she's pretty much forgotten about Chuck, except then a fight breaks out yeah. between Chuck and Bobby McCory, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> yeah. 
And apparently Chuck has a knife at school. Yeah, and like even in the 90s, it got expelled for yeah, knives. It's 1990. You're gone. You're yeah, done. You're done. What? Like, no, what? I feel like R.L. Stein writes from a 1950s, like, Greece, like, Greece, Greece perspective. Like, that's his framework for high school, is the movie Greece. <laughs> okay, you can't bring a knife to school. Like, even bad kids don't bring knives to school. It, it this just, is what, like, this is his, this was his, like, contrast of, like, hero and then villain. Yeah, and definitely. Then, like, you know? Yeah. Apparently, Chuck has a temper, and he just, like, tries to murder anybody who's mean to him. Yeah. Um. And then we get the villain's monologue again. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. The villain's... At this point, I don't hate Dina. Like, she's kind of... She's like... No, I don't hate her either, but she doesn't know who she is. No. She's just, like, a tag-along. But the thing is, is she thinks she's a tag-along, but also she's like, I never get invited to parties, and I understand this is an early book, but I just, I was like, yes, you do all the damn time! <laughs> You're at every party! Yeah, you are! Everyone! That's true! I forgot about that. <sighs> Alright, so, bad guy monologue. Yeah, which makes no sense. That adds nothing to the story. And now it's the second week in September, and... Which is really just the next day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in trouble. Well, maybe that was a Friday. This is this is a Monday. And I mean, they do kind of say like that the principal wanted to kick him out, but the dad had to like argue, but to keep him in. Right, but like I don't know. Maybe other people's schools weren't like mine. We had zero tolerance policy for not like weapons. Uh, yeah, I, I think we pretty much did too, and. Especially yeah. using said weapon to... Right, in a fight. It wasn't yeah. just like he had it in the trunk of his car and right. forgot about right, it. Right, right, right. So I think in the early 90s or late 80s, maybe, like, if you brought a knife in your lunchbox or something to cut, like, a right. apple, and the <laughs> teacher, like, saw you, you might get in trouble, but you wouldn't get expelled. Because they didn't have, like, zero, zero tolerance. They had, like, they would, like, take... Right. You know, but if you used your knife, if you had a knife and you pulled it out and, like, tried to stab somebody with it, you're gone. Not just that, but you're getting arrested. Yeah. Because yeah. that's assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. You just tried to kill somebody in school. Right. And, like, Bobby, is that his name? Yeah. His mom would have been like, uh, no. <laughs> gone. I feel like uh, we're supposed to think that Bobby doesn't have parents. Oh, yeah. He's, like, a boy. Well, I'm sorry, but he's the bad boy. This is an Arnold Stein book. Um. So they're back home, and uh, uh, Dina, like Jade, comes over, and Dina says, "What's doing?" Is that what she said? <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jade. Said Dina, "What's doing?" That's not a sentence. <laughs> what is that? Dina, are you failing English? <laughs> What's doing? No, no. I actually saying. made a list of all the like phrases in this book, because this book was out of control. Oh like, my god. <laughs> the, the, the dialogue in this book needed some serious work. Oh god. I made, I made a note about one thing that Dina says where I'm like, no teenage girl has ever said that, ever. Uh -huh. I made a whole list. Um, so, and then, they're like doing prank calls again. Yeah, they have like a traditional slumber party, even though Jay doesn't spend the night. Okay. They have like VHS, 
uh, movies and they've yeah. got pizza and they do prank calls. And this made me wonder what people did at slumber parties before VHS. And also, when did slumber parties become a thing? They're always been a thing, right? I don't know. Did they do them like when our parents were kids? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they've been a thing since like maybe like the 60s or 70s or even 50s, but like in the 1920s, did they have slumber parties? Was that a thing? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they called them them slumber parties, but, you know, people stayed over and... I don't know if you had the recreational time to do that stuff in the Yeah, 20s. I don't know. You had the recreational time in the 20s to go to speakeasies. Right. Rich people um, had the time. Rich people, yeah. But, like, did regular people have slumber parties? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like, you don't have room for your own kids to sleep. Why would you let someone else sleep there? And now I am insanely curious about the history of slumber parties. I know. Thanks, Michelle. And Thanks, Michelle. I didn't bring it up. I did. The oh. Wikipedia has, like, nothing. I like how you Wikipedia Of course I did. Party. Only Wikipedia knows the answers. Except they don't. They don't have anything on the history of it. Somebody needs to research it. Let's get a documentary. It's like the stuff we're supposed to do before we record. <laughs> yeah, but I was still reading the book before we recorded, so I didn't have time. All right, I'll look it up later. Okay. They didn't have a seance, though. No. Because True. they're afraid of those. They didn't play light as a feather as a board. No. Or Bloody Mary. They hardcore believe everything about Fear Street, though. They're, I feel like they're the, our first protagonists who are, like, hardcore, no. Fear Street is not a cool place. Yeah, yeah. Dina, like, rants about it. She, yeah, like, she gets all the, heated about it. She watched the Unsolved Mysteries. She like, did. Season <laughs> on Fear Street. She was like, no, uh-uh. Okay, so, anyway, they're making prank calls again. And uh, Dina makes one to Rob again, and she's having a grand old time when she hears a click. And because anyone knows if you hear a click, apparently not 1990. She has no idea what that means. She hangs up. If you hear a click, it means someone picked up from the right? other, other like line in your house. But she has no idea. No idea. Um, so she hangs up. And then Chuck comes in and is like, ha-ha, caught you. I know what you're doing. And he, and then he, like, he, like, throws shade on how they're, like, baby prank calls or whatever. And he's like, I'll show you some real fun. I mean, they are kind of lame calls. Like, okay, I think the lame ones are better than anything he does. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying that his are good. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but he's right. They're really lame. Like, it's better than, like, is your refrigerator running? But only barely. I'm really surprised, actually, that he didn't do, is your refrigerator running? Right. I'm really surprised. I'm I'm really happy. I'm proud of him. (laughs) He wanted to. He did. He thought. (laughs) It crossed his mind. Maybe his editor was like, no, Bob, no. He was like, ah, fine. I don't know if I told you this, but, like, the best way to prank call is, like, if you have three-way. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can call two people at the same time, 
you and then us. have them answer and be like like we used to like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. call somebody and then hurry up and click over and call somebody else and then they would answer and be like hello and the other person would be like hello and then they'd <laughs> party for like 10 minutes you called me nuh-uh you called me <laughs> they're like dying wow and also like then we would call we jump like someone would call from your you could call your friend and then you could try and call together from like and not be together right and we used to do that all the time too michelle is our prank call expert she her prank calls while kind of mean are not felonies so you mm -hmm. win uh chuck loses because i can tell you all of them we did something really bad once i'll tell you later oh god um you guys don't get that story, but you do get the story of Chuck calling the bowling alley and telling them that there is a bomb that's set to go off in like 15 minutes. Oh my God. So illegal. That's a felony. Holy hell is that dangerous. You are terrible. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was getting some like JD and Heather's vibes, but like not as charming as Christian Slater. I was, like, yeah, surprised that. that he went this dark. Like, this is pretty, for him. This is super dark. Yeah. Chuck makes it And off. it escalated quickly. Right. He was, like, immediately bomb threat. It wasn't, yeah. like, is your refrigerator running? Ha, 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 ha. Next one, bomb threat. It's, yeah. like. Also, we also have to put it in perspective that, like, today, a bomb threat's a big deal. But back then, I think people did it a lot. Like, it was, if you watch, like, movies from the 90s, like, if they are late for a test or something, they'll, like, call in a bomb threat. Like, road trip or whatever that movie is. She's like, I called in a bomb threat. Maybe, but holy crap. So, I mean, I think, like, even just didn't think about something that could, it was just, like, it didn't happen then. Even in this book, like, later they find out they're, like, investigating it. Yeah. To find out if it's terror, if it was terror, terrorists. I know, and I was surprised. Like. That they were investigating it. Well, think about it. Uh, when did, like, the Oklahoma City, City bombing happen? Like, Tim Timothy McVeigh. But these are just the big ones. It's not like they didn't have these yeah, kind of things. Yeah, I just don't think it was... I don't know. I just don't think... It, I mean, we just didn't have all that stuff yet. We didn't have the World Trade Center bombing. We didn't have... Yeah. You know. But there were still things. Yeah, I just thought... But not big things. I just... I feel like things like this were more, like... If someone wrote, like, I'm going to go up to school in the bathroom, I don't think they canceled school for a no. day. Like, they That's just true. Were like, whatever, I'm sure you are. That's true. I don't think people took things as seriously because nothing had, to, like, really big had happened. Well, plus, you know, the, it wasn't the 24-hour news cycle or social media where you knew about that sort of thing. Like, right. probably there were bomb threats or, you know, explosions in bowling alleys, but it wasn't as pervasive because or right. we weren't we're, we didn't know as much right. about it Ohio probably had no idea yeah so the fact that they're investigating I guess well you know this town does deal with a lot of shit yeah, that's true yeah so, they investigate everything yeah, in this town that makes sense that makes sense um so then he kind of de-escalates a bit and calls the guy he got into a fight with and dares him to come to Fear Street no, he says he's the Phantom of Fear Street. Whatever. And he's going to, like... It's stupid. And then there's, like, lightning and the lights go out. Yeah. And Chuck screams. And that's your cliffhanger to nothing. Oh, no. He, he the lights come back on and he's lying on the floor. Yeah. And that's your cliffhanger to nothing. Yeah. 
so <laughs> he fine. Yeah. Anyway, the next day, that's when the police, like, they see the newspaper, and they're like, <gasps> oh, but Chuck is super anti, like, Fear Street, like, he's like, this is bullshit, every mm-hmm. town has this, blah, 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 and I really wanted something supernatural to happen to him, just so he would shut up, <laughs> like, I wanted him to get, like, possessed by a ghost or something. Yeah, ancient evil. Yeah, didn't happen. But he does shut up. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> Poetic justice. Aww. Oh, I mean, not that he deserved to like go to jail or anything, but when when he calls later, I'll get to it. I'm just- okay, so they're talking about the bomb threat in the like newspaper and all that, and then she's like, well, "What about the other call?" And Dina's like, well, "What? A- no, Jade's like, well, what about it?" And she's like, "That call was just as bad. How?" <laughs> he called some dude and was like, I'm the Phantom of Fear Street. Ooh. Yeah. That? She's like, that was really scary. Oh my god, did you guys see the quote from Corey in the in the newspaper? Yes. Yep. Still as dumb as bricks. I was like, casual Corey Brooks sighting. Oh my god. He was like, he was like, I wish I, they would have let us finish our game. I was like, <laughs> ever. Like, dude, there was a bog threat. What is your what? Corey loves to bowl. Oh my god. He's probably like bowling from like standing on his head. Probably. <laughs> you know Corey is granny bowling the shit out of that. <laughs> so Jade comes over that night and Wait, before that, okay. Dina says that she wants to stop prank calling. Yeah. And Jade fucking blackmails her into continuing <sighs> to like holding off to have a conversation later about it. She's like, I'll tell Rob all about it. Like, dude, this is your best friend. Yeah. You're the worst. Yeah. And I thought that they had, like, a really good friendship, but I was wrong. <laughs> They're the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when we said we were going to read this book, I was like, oh, good. I get to see, like, yeah. a cute friendship in, like, in a Fear Street book that isn't, like, catty. I was super no. about it because I thought Dina and uh, Jade were, like, the best, you know, the best friendship. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Definitely not best friend goals. Corky and Kimmy have a better relationship than these two. <laughs> Alright, then that night. Okay, so then that night, like, Dina's parents are out of town or whatever, and then she makes all this food to try to, like... Yep. They have the most boring grown-up cookout ever. Yeah. Like, maybe if I just, like, make them all the, all of my, fa- all, like, of the best food I can make, then they'll just, like, not even, like, remember about prank calling. So, I mean, the food sounds kind of good. So then they're like, we're not going to prank call anymore. Oh, wait, they get attacked by a bat. Yeah. No, they, they decide not to prank call first because oh, okay. Jade talked to um, Chuck because they're like a thing now, apparently, at, like before the cookout, and they agreed. I love how Jade and Chuck are obviously doing all this shit behind I know, back, and they're not <laughs> even like, she didn't even like say like, hey, do you care? No, right, right? Yeah. I mean, I might have that fantasy, but I would at least, do, like, ask my friend if she cares. There's no discussion whatsoever. There's no, like, even Jade's like, hey, like, I like your brother. Right. It's, kind of, it's totally wrong. You know, they have a terrible friendship. <laughs> so then they get attacked by a bat. They don't even get attacked by a bat. There just is a bat. I think a bat touches her. At this point, I was wondering if the bat meant there were vampires, and yeah. I really wish that it did, 
Because okay. that would have been way more interesting. So basically, this whole book is the bat's fault. <laughs> the entire thing. The whole thing is the bat's fault. If there yeah. was that, this never would have happened. Well, that and Chuck feeling the, uh, that he needs to mansplain shit for, like, an hour. <laughs> like, he's like, you girls are so stupid. There's nothing wrong with Fear Street. Nothing ever happens. This is crazy. Let me just call this. Oh, wait. There's a murder happening? What? <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, the new person in town, thinks there's nothing wrong with Fear Street, which obviously we should trust him. <laughs> but yeah, he's just like, they're afraid of the bats, and somehow like it gets to, you're afraid of everything, like, including Fear Street, and like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. And then he like, grabs a phone book and like, somehow finds a number... So, for those of you that don't know, phone books are those big things <laughs> that get dropped on your porch that you then throw in the recycling bin every so often. We used to actually use those to look up numbers. Like, all the time. All the time. <laughs> I used to just, like, look up my friend's numbers just to, like, <laughs> just to see if they were in there. Yeah. Or random people's numbers. Like, yeah. Like, I wonder if somebody with this name is in there. Yeah. Or, like, trying to find, like, really funny names. Yeah. Yeah. The 90s were a different time. Yeah. Really <laughs> it, was a, it was a time where you were just really bored. You had to watch TV shows when they actually aired. So it was a time. <laughs> you did stuff, stupid stuff like stalk your, stalk your crushes. Not in a fun way, like, you can stalk today. Like, you can put <laughs> on your Facebook profile and actually get information. No. Like, you couldn't actually get any information. Like, stalking your crushes was literally looking up their last name. Like, they live on, like, Elm, like, Drive. <laughs> they lived on Elm Street. You no. probably shouldn't have a crush on them. <laughs> no. Just saying. Like, <laughs> they did to Drive. <laughs> okay, so Chuck calls this, this house, and he apparently lets it ring for, like, five minutes because it doesn't get picked up yeah, until the 16th. Dude, 16 rings, just hang up and call somebody else. <laughs> but no, he lets it go, and they don't have an answering machine because, you know, that wasn't a thing that everybody had in 1990. Uh, some people. Yeah, we didn't get one until I was in sixth grade, so. I don't remember when we got one. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then a lady who's apparently dying picks up. About to die. About to die. Being died. Being died. died. <laughs> um. Oh, in this chapter, Chuck asks if um anything's ever happened to them on Fear Street or something. And Dina's like, we don't even know anybody that lives on Fear Street. Half your fucking class lives <laughs> on Fear Street, Dina. What are you talking about? I know. Like, do I need to go through the list? Like, you need to look in that phone book, okay? Yeah, like, he, you're lucky he didn't call, like, one of your friends, or... He's lucky he didn't call, uh, what's-her-name, Corey's ex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's not here. Nobody live by that name lives here. <laughs> if he would have called her, he would have went down the, that whole spiral. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> once you talk, once you call her, it's over. You're, you're addicted. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, and then uh, the woman picks up and she's like, he's killing me. You're my only hope. And she keeps saying that. 
a lot. Instead of just being like, it's my husband's killing me, help, like, call Call the police. Or hanging up and calling 911 herself. You, I mean, she's on the phone with him for at least, like, 45 seconds. <sighs> she could have hung up the phone, called 911, and said help and given her address yeah. in that 45 or, seconds. Well, 911 wasn't a thing. I don't know what was a thing. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. 911 is It was not a thing. Yes. No, it wasn't. We, we did not have 911 in Penn Hills. Yes, you No, did. we didn't. We had to call 793-1000. 911 did not, we were not, we did not have access to 911. Because they beat it in our heads every year at school. If something happens, you have to call 793-1000. Don't call 911. I'm looking it up. Okay. Me too. <laughs> in all areas until like something happened and someone tried to call 911 and then first ever call 911 call was placed in 1968 yeah but when was it like i don't know but we had 911 we did not in we're, we were told to call 911 growing up apparently the spread of 911 implementation took many years for example although the city of chicago had access to 911 services as early as 1976, the Illinois Commerce Commission didn't authorize telephone service provider Illinois Bell to offer 911 to Chicago suburbs until 1981. Crazy. It says in, by 1987, which is around this time, 50% of the US, US population had access. But we lived within like two miles of each other. How come I had 911 and we didn't? However, there are still places that don't didn't have access in December of last year. Only ninety eight point nine percent of U.S. population has access. Yeah, but I'm assuming that's like people who live on a ranch in the middle of like Montana. How dare you? Well, I was live, just at a ranch in Montana. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, people like Cassie. <laughs> but no, I mean for real. That was like, yeah. No. I just assume it's like those no, really rural yeah, places. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in like Nevada, there's like frontier still. Yeah, like, like settled. Like the really, really rural places. Yeah, and like you have Oh yeah, I mean I was in rural Montana. That's legit. Like yeah. Like you have to sign a release to live there. Like I will not I have no access to services here. <laughs> I'm uh, off the grid. That's crazy. You know, you know who I bet doesn't have nine one one service? Centralia. <laughs> don't have 911 service. But Shadyside does because Dina tells <laughs> tells Chuck to call emergency. It's 911, and I was like, "Yeah, sweetie, he's 18. I think I think he knows that." Is that what she said? Yeah. Oh, okay. He grabs before he makes the call. He grabs the phone book, or not? No, no. After this call is done, after this call is done, he grabs the phone book. And she's like, to call not, to call emergency, it's not Oh, yeah, the police emergency number is 911. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, this woman's, like, being murdered, and um, then the murderer gets on the phone and says, you know nothing. Remember there used to be that show called 911? I want to say yes, but I don't know if... Do you remember that show, Cassie? Um, no. There was a show called 911 or Emergency 911, and it was like real 911 calls. Yeah, yeah. And they did like yeah. a reenactment. It was sort of like Unsolved Mysteries or like America's Most Wanted. And it was like they did reenactments of like 911 calls. And then that's when my our, that's when my school had they did like this big promo like 
I know you guys are like watching this show, but like don't call 911. That's crazy. Rescue 911. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. hosted by William Shatner. Was it really? Yes, it was. I did not know that. There you go. Right. Obviously, you weren't actually watching it. I mean, she didn't know who William I Shatner know, was. I was going to say, I didn't know. <laughs> he was some dude, right? <laughs> I'm assuming not all of us grew up with a dad who loves Star Trek, so. No. Um, anyway, uh, the murderer, like, hangs up the phone, and they talk about calling 911. Which, why don't they? Because they're stupid. <laughs> Instead, they fucking go there themselves. They're worried about the fact that they, well, <laughs> a bomb Frank threat. called this house when they didn't even prank call this house yeah that like that wasn't their purpose and so instead of calling the cops who don't give a shit if you prank <laughs> called somebody or not in fact they probably don't even care about the bomb hopes yeah. at this point they decide they're gonna drive over there yeah but i mean i guess that's why he did the bomb threat because he couldn't have just been like that would have just been ridiculous if they did regular prank calls and then called them and were like, we're worried the police might, like, bust us for prank calls. Yeah, that makes sense. So that makes sense why he threw that. He had to have something more serious. That's why he went dark. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but they're stupid. Like, seriously. Somebody is being murdered, and you're like, let's go over there. I mean, no. Chuck had a knife in school, and they didn't do anything. I don't think they care about a bomb threat that was fake. (laughs) Oh, my God. So they do go over there. Yeah, they go over there. And why is it? That Dina knows how to get to Fear Street, but Andrea, Maggie, and their mom got lost like three times. <laughs> and these people are in the North Hills too. Like, seriously. Anyway, they get there very easily. So is this where she said she's never been there before? She's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it was like, yes, bitch, you've been there before. <laughs> but now you know she hasn't. I still think she's probably been there before. How could you live in Shadyside your whole life and be, like, 17 and never, never yeah. like, drive through it? Right? Come on. Everyone's curious. Um, so they get there very easily, and it looks abandoned, and Chuck's like, stay here, I'm going to go check it out, because the bad choices continue. Um, I really like the way that he described Fear Street, though. I thought it was, like, great visuals again. Like, it, it's his bread and bread and butter there like yeah true that's a great job although i'm really confused about how separated all the houses on fear street are because it seems like whenever it's convenient nobody hears a damn thing or sees anything like seriously if somebody was being murdered in the house next door to me i would probably know <laughs> it well all the houses are abandoned because when at the end when they're trying to escape or whatever she's like we can't run for help because so all the houses around here are abandoned how is this because Fear Street goes on forever? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gotta be. Ugh. All right. Do you think this oh. is the street, this is the house that, like, Corky and her, the Corcoran's moved into then? In, like, two months? Because it's near the cemetery. Maybe. Maybe. This is also the, where they say about, like, that there's no birds. Oh, yeah, there's no birds in Fear no, Street. And I remember how I said, like, Fear Street should be the place where there's, like, no animals, like, no mm-hmm. sex. There's no birds? Yeah, it, it is. 
yeah, Chuck goes to check it out, and then he's like, stay here, and the girls are like, man, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, they follow him, and he's like, he, he's on the front porch, and he's like, well, I knocked. Nobody came. So they go around back. Oh, let's keep looking. And then there's the back door is, like, broken and open, and the glass is broken or whatever, yeah. and they go in for some odd And the reason. kitchen's, like, trashed. Yeah. And then they're like, let's keep going. <laughs> I know. And they find a dead body. Oh, because that's what you have, what happens when you make stupid choices. <laughs> yeah. So the lady's dead. And then Chuck is like, get in the car, go. He could still be in the house. And I'm like, yes, yes, smart choice, smart choice. Except that he's like, but I'm going to stay here because I need to call 911. <laughs> it's like, how, if they yeah. were. If they were concerned, this is what I don't understand. Chuck was so concerned about being like, we can't call the police and tell them someone's about to get murdered, but we can call the police and tell them we found a dead body. I think at this point, I think before that he was like, well, there's always a chance that this is bullshit. Like it's not actually happening. And then if we call the police and tell them, they're going to think we're prank calling them. Right. And like fake shit again. I guess, but... And now I, they have a body. How are they going to explain this, though? Like, 100% you're a suspect. Yeah. So stupid. It was stupid. The entire thing. Uh, so Chuck's going to make a phone call from the house where the killer might still be. And guess what? The killer's still there. <laughs> Dumbass. Because, duh. So, so when the killer appears, Chuck's like, you broke it and stabbed her. You'll never get away with it. <laughs> and I will because of you meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, so <laughs> this is the first time it ever was, and I will because of you meddling kids. Yeah. There was a guy in a mask. He was wearing a mask. And he was like, I was getting so a little bit of meddling kids. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. It was the reverse Scooby Doo. Yes. So good. Yes. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh. So Chuck picks up the knife and is, like, going to attack him, or he starts to attack him. I don't know. Something happens. <laughs> the guy goes for Chuck, and Chuck, like, throws the knife at him to, like, distract him. <laughs> and it hits the wall. But it gives them enough time to run away. I guess he had the, the guy, like, jumped or something. I don't know what happened. But it gives them enough time to run out and to get into the car. Yeah. But not enough time that the guy can't also get into his car and chase them down. Right. And apparently, this is, like, a Fear Street miracle. Or not, because they literally have a high-speed chase all the way back to their house. And not a single person sees it mm-hmm. from all the cops. Mm-hmm. Although it did make sense that they were going on a car chase down Old Mill Road. Because that's what you do on Mill Road. You go yeah. on car chases. True. Maybe that's why they keep Old Mill Road around. They're like, we're going to have somewhere for all these races. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, they eventually get home. Also, this proves my point that, like, people can't drive, like, teenagers cannot get into cars on, your sh- like, nope. in Shadyside and drive normally. Nope. Like, every single time she's in the car, not just this. They're like, you know, when they're like hunting that guy down, she's like, oh, sorry, I'm not paying attention. I'm right? on the other side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. 
Um, so they go home instead of driving to the police station, which is dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, why didn't they just drive straight, right? to, the straight to the cops? There's a guy following us who just killed some lady. No, we'll just go home and go to bed. What <laughs> <laughs> did they do? I know. So they get home, and the guy just drives past them, which this guy was way smarter than they were. Like, a hundred times smarter than anybody else in this book. Yes. Um, but they do call 911. Yes. Even though, but, they're like, he's like, I can't get my real name. Uh, they'll know where you called from. And the killer knows who you are. So he calls 911 and, like, tells them about the body, but he's like, it, this is the Phantom of Fear Street. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah, like 2 a.m. Holy crap. Uh, and the cops are like, so, did you kill anybody tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, really? Because uh, there's a witness. And also, there's Clay in your car that only appears on Fear Street. And we've already, like, sent it to the labs. And they've already gotten it back to us. <laughs> But we haven't actually been able to touch your car because it's not impounded yet. So it's just magical. I don't know how this worked. <laughs> do they already like? Do they already have his fingerprints too and matched? Um, I think that happens at the police station. Okay. They've already matched his fingerprints. Yeah. At the police station. So um, they both lie to the cops instead of you know at this point telling the truth. At any point, like. It's just bad decisions all the way down. So they get taken to the police station. And then they uh, question Dina illegally because her dad, before they get taken to the police station, says, we're not answering any more questions without a lawyer. And then at the police station, the lawyer's not there and a parent is not in the room with her. But they actually asked for a lawyer, which I'm like, whoa, first time ever. <laughs> immediately. He, like, immediately asked yeah, for a lawyer, Yeah, I know. I too. couldn't believe it. Like, that never happens in Jenny's eyes. As soon as the cop is like, no, we think you did it and you were there. <laughs> He's like, we're done talking. Yeah, we're done. Like, go your dad. At least at this point. He makes suspect choices later. Yes. <laughs> so then, yeah, after they, like, set up his son for murder, he decides, I want to work. Like, I want to help you guys out. Right? Like, what? No. Okay. Uh, anyway. So then we get Mouse's chapter again. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, I'll oh. kill more if I have to. When we get to theories, I have a theory about the clan on Fear Street. I actually have two possible theories. Okay. Uh, yeah, so bad guy's happy because he framed three teenagers. Yeah. That's literally it. What a guy. He's awesome. Um, and then they're at the station, and they're questioned, again, illegally, and eventually they let Dina go, uh, but Chuck is arrested because his fingerprints were found on the knife that killed Mrs. Farberson, which is her name, because he picked the knife up, which, you know, don't do, just <laughs> not. Oh, I have a theory about how they got their forensics back so quickly as well. How's that? You want me to tell you now, or in theory, when we get to theories? Now, because they're talking about... So, I think that they have time travel capabilities in Shadyside. <laughs> they went to the future, and they got some futuristic forensic uh, equipment, 
and it's like instantaneous. All it has to do is look at the evidence. It doesn't even need to like oh my God, touch it, amazing. and it's it knows exactly what it is. Down to Adam. I mean, maybe Fear Street cops have that kind of uh, technology. It's part of being in the Fear Street division. Right. See, this is how I was thinking. So, like, you know, when you play Sims and you have the you have the supernatural extension, but you also have the future extension, so you can both be a witch and time travel. <laughs> it's like that. Hmm. So is it like Michelle's like, yes, I know all about the Sims. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. So is it like a ray gun? You just like point it at yeah. the thing and it tells you exactly like dirt, beer street, Definitely. <laughs> thousand million years. That's exactly what it is. Yes. One hundred percent. That is my that is my one of my theories from this book. But it wouldn't it be easier just to go to the future and see who did it? <laughs> Listen. Thoughts <laughs> of this book. Yeah. Uh, nobody was given them permission to go into any future. <laughs> so, um, when Dina gets home, she finally breaks down and tells her parents everything, but she's bad at telling stories, so they're very confused. Yeah. And then, um, Jade comes over. Oh, Jade comes over and Jade helps her. And then they go, her and Jade go back to the cops and tell them, and the cops are complete assholes about it. Wait, but before that, it's the the dad comes back from the police station without Chuck and says that he can't have bail because he's a murder suspect, Apparently. which is such bullshit. Yeah, that's not how bail That's works. not true. That's not how bail works. Everyone gets bail. It's just super oh. high for a murderer. No, sometimes bail can be denied, but it's very specific True. situation. You have to be a flight risk or uh, like a risk to others or something. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not a lawyer. It's not just because you're a murder victim. Like that's an art victim, a murder suspect. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah. Maybe he was just paraphrasing, but also towards the end, we kind of found out. Maybe he was making an that shit up. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, but Jade really is bad at telling stories. Or not, she's yeah. Dina, Dina. Dina she's like, worse. like, you know, it was a prank. There was a we were prank calling people, and they're like, wait, you're prank calling people, and now someone's dead. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. I'm bad. So she's like, that doesn't really have anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're so bad at this. <sighs> yeah, that story yeah, was ridiculous. We don't care. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. He's in jail. Leave him there. You guys make no sense. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so then they take her to the police station and like, they're like, wait, they, I mean, I think she's telling them the same story. Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe it was too hard on the cops. Yeah. Maybe the cops are also like, wait, what? <laughs> there was a bat. <laughs> yeah. A bat? I think that might be my favorite part of this whole book. <laughs> yeah. He's so bad at it. <laughs> and then the girls head to school that Monday, and uh, Jade shows Dina an article about Chuck being arrested and their involvement and all of the prank calls. Yeah. So, so even though the cops didn't believe them, somebody told a journalist... <laughs> Was there like, wait, was there details about the prank calls? Like, they were like just students and the bomb hoax. And... Yeah. So Rob was like, oh, that's yeah. who likes me. Uh-huh. 
And that's why the, uh, the nerd when, kid was so pissed off. Is this when Lisa Bloom's like, can we do an article? Yeah, I think that's, this, that's when Lisa's like super offensive right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And also, this is where they mention that he owned the Mr. Faberson owns an Italian restaurant called Algebra 3. <laughs> is that what it's called? What? Yeah, it's fucking called Algebra 3. I thought it was like Allegra or something. Oh, maybe it is. And I just assumed it was Algebra. It's a really bad name, whatever it is. Oh, it is. Yes, it's Alberga. I was oh. like, Algebra 3? <laughs> I do have a question about math when we get to page 83. So. Oh my god. It's not math class. <laughs> it's not, it's not this whole time, I thought this restaurant was called Algebra 3. And I was like, why? <laughs> why would you name a restaurant that? That's the oh. dumbest name ever. Why is it called Alberga 3 or whatever? I I think it's what one and two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I find out at the end of the book that he sucks at it and they fail. <laughs> yeah, <they just> <laughs> I, I assume. People uh, are like talking about that. Yeah, but everybody's like, it's cool, we get it. He didn't kill anybody. Like, we're, we're with you. We understand it's Fear Street. It's Fear Street, man. And, you know, we've all ha been involved with murders. Right. <laughs> like, and would they really even report this shit, like, in the school paper? Because every single student would, is, like, something. That is a good question. Like, why would Lisa Bloom be after this? Like, Lisa Bloom should be going after, like, normal shit, because that's, like, that would be news around here. That's a good point. I don't know. Maybe she's just a bad journalist. Maybe. So, then, uh, Rob comes over to talk to... Dina at lunch and uh, he actually likes her um, and also uh, she says something about how he she hopes he doesn't think she's only after his bod yeah <laughs> like, Ooh, she said bod <laughs> um, and then that night uh, Jade calls and tells her to turn on the news and it's Mr. Faberson, Mrs. Faberson's husband, he's giving an interview, and Dina immediately recognizes his voice. Surprise! He's the one that murdered her. Everybody knew that already. Right. <laughs> Least surprising twist ever. Okay, so after she talks about Rob's bod, <laughs> she says that, that he wanted it like she's like well he did say he always wanted to talk to me since solid geometry class what is solid geometry <laughs> since solid geometry class i i don't think that's a thing okay that's never heard of it no to be fair i wasn't good at math maybe that was just one that was never offered to me yeah i mean i was oh wait it's a thing it is a thing it's the geometry of three-dimensional Euclidean space. That is not a high school class. I was going to say, they don't offer that. It includes the measurements of volumes of various, oh, it's just volumes of various solid figures. So is it just like a chapter? Yeah, did they just have like one chapter be a whole class? So basically just geometry class. Yeah. Nobody says solid geometry. No one says that. Except for like actual scientists or something. 
Wait, this is also the chapter where they're talking about how Rob is a nice guy. And yeah. I was like, I, I, I have in my notes this Venn diagram that I drew about bad people and murderers and like how Rob is not a nice guy, but he's also not a murderer. And those are not mutually exclusive <laughs> things. It's like squares and rectangles. Like every square is not a rectangle. I don't, now I'm bad. At, now I'm bad at math. Every, every, yeah. Every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square. But why is Rob not a nice guy? I thought he was going to say, he doesn't do anything. He called in a bomb threat. No, that's Chuck. That's Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Chuck, you're that's right. Chuck. Rob. Rob is the one that likes Dina. Okay, okay. He's, like, we're fine. he's like the only person that I didn't Although, meet. I went back through all of my notes from all of the books because I was convinced that Rob, like his name, Rob Morrell, sounded really familiar. And I'm like, he was in another book. And I'm like, and I think he was a jerk. Oh, really? So I went through, no, and he wasn't. I went through all <coughs> my notes from, like, because I write down every character's name that, like, pops up, even yeah. if they're, like, a side character. And we had other Robs, but not Rob Morrells. But I was like, damn it, I thought you were a dickhead. <laughs> you still might be. We don't have enough info. So, um. No, I, I meant to say Rob said that her brother is a nice guy, that Chuck uh, is a nice guy. Not that Rob is an, I mean, I mean, he is a nice guy, but this. I don't know if he is. Everybody's like coming up to them and being like, I don't really know your brother, but I'm sure he didn't do it. And yeah. Like, he pulled a knife. Really? Right. Right. Yeah. He's not a nice guy. No. He's just not a murderer. Um. Yeah. But if he pulled a knife on somebody in school and then somebody then somebody that he was with got stabbed. Did they get stabbed? That's how the girl died. Right, right. Mrs. Faberson. Oh, 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 oh. No. I thought you meant at, during the fight. No, like he was right, going to right. stab somebody at school. And then somebody, and then else, somebody, got other, somebody else he was with got stabbed and died. I right. don't think it's like a big leap to think he did. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it is in shape side though yeah so uh tina tells the police about mr farberson and they're like no just just no <laughs> like i don't understand why she thought that they would believe her what did she tell him she tells them that he was he's the killer like she recognized his voice yeah oh yeah they're like sure um but Jade has it figured out. They are going to catch Farberson themselves. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> this plan. Oh, my God. So, so they, like, dress up with wigs and makeup. Yeah. And their big disguise is that they're apparently switching hair color. Yeah. You notice that? Yeah. yeah. And hairstyles because somebody has a bubble cut. And what the fuck is a bubble cut? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You, I, you know what I'm picturing? Do you just make shit up, okay? No, no. Wait, do you remember bubble skirts from a few years ago that were popular? Yeah. That, yes. I'm picturing that, but on somebody's head. Yeah. 
Okay, so I googled a bubble cut because okay. I was like, what the fuck is this shit, Bob? So um, I tried googling it and all I got is a bunch of pictures of Barbies. Like old school 50s Barbies. No, I'm, I'm getting stuff. I don't know if any of them is actually a bubble cut. It doesn't have a picture, but it says the bubble cut is a simple circle cut which can be styled in a variety of ways. The cut is perfect for naturally curly hair types to give even distribution of the volume. Apparently I should get a bubble cut. <laughs> for the traditional bubble styling, the hair is curled and teased to create a smooth round shape. Nope, I take that back. Okay, I got Ooh. Barbies too. It must be this like old school Barbie haircut. Yeah. I did not get Barbies. So 50s, very 50s, Bob. I got hairstyles oh i got barbies with bubble cut hairstyles apparently huh. it was like so it's basically like it's like an old school curly short hair yeah it's like all the housewives on like nice, the black and white yeah. TV shows yeah yeah right okay well, i didn't <laughs> say well, like florence henderson or something yeah exactly <laughs> Now explain Florence Henderson to anybody. From the early days of the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch was a show. <laughs> oh kidding. god. Wait, it's... teenagers know what the Brady Bunch is, right? I hope so. Teenagers don't listen to this. That's true. That's very true. Um I like to pretend, though. I know. I like how you're always explaining these references to people who are obviously our age and <laughs> listening to this. I just like to pretend that we have a younger audience than we probably do. So they go to the Algebra 3 for lunch. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, they do. And, That's its official name now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they bring their, they bring their uh, equations. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> but they actually are there to apply for a fake job. Well, the job's real. They're just fake applying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> so, um... They fake apply for a real job. Right. <laughs> they get taken back to, like, the office. Well, they're like, oh, are you here for, like, the temp? Like, did the temp agency send you over? Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, totally. And Jade's like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> and they're like, because, you know, Miss Morrison quit last week. Like, why do they say that? Like, why? Yeah, like, she knows who Miss Morrison is. Yeah. And then, um, so they go back to his office, and they're like, here, fill this out. And then they leave, and they start going through all the shit. What do they find? They find plane tickets to Buenos Aires. Yeah. One way. One way. And then they get caught. He's like, I know who you are. Yeah, but... He doesn't. <laughs> he just thinks that they lied about being from the temp agency or something. Yes. Um, and then they're like... And then Jade gives, like, the performance of her life. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude. She's, like, quick on her feet. That was epic. Like, he's like, I know you weren't sent by the people because blah 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 and she's like well what does she say she's she's like a 
like Linda Morrison's cousin told me about it or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like she, it's a good lie. She's like, well, I didn't know that you were hiring through an agency until I got here. And then I just went with it. And then he was like, well, like I have to admit. And then oh, yeah. she was like, but I could never work here because you're like so suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they just bolt. Yeah. Um, so they decide, so they look at the, uh, the ticket, the plane ticket, and it's actually two tickets, one way to Buenos Aires. And then they decide to go talk to Linda Miller, Millerson. Morrison. Morrison. Something with an M. Well, and then they're like, well, oh, this must not mean anything. He's probably just, like, going on vacation with his wife. And they're going to take a boat back? Yeah. Up to Ohio? Yeah. Do they, do they know how that works? Do, do they know how boats work? <laughs> do they know where Argentina is? Good question. So they get out their trusty phone book again and look up Miss Morrison and, like, lie to her about they're gonna she has to take a survey or something yeah and then they start asking like about his wife which like what <laughs> phone rings and it's mr farberson and they're like she's like oh darling <laughs> and they're like okay then and then they finally get it yeah he's having an affair and he's coming over in five minutes yeah so they like run out of the house but they circle the block and come back around to watch and see what happens, which is fairly smart. Yeah. Um, and he takes this, like, box. Yeah, it's like a box wrapped up in a bag or something. And he's, like, gonna put it in the trash, but then he doesn't. And which he, I don't know why he doesn't. Me either. I guess he's probably afraid that she was gonna see him. Oh, the window or something. Yeah, maybe. And then, um, he, like, goes back to the restaurant, and they go back to the restaurant, and then he's going to put it in another trash and he doesn't. No. Why? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Just for more words. And then he finally goes back to the dumpster in an alley and puts it in there. Yeah, and they're convinced it's, like, the bloody, like, cat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why would, why would he not burn those or bury them or something? Yeah, why would he give them to his girlfriend? Right? So, um... Then they decide they're going to go dumpster diving. Yeah. But their first time they try to go, there's, like, chefs out for a smoke break. And they're like, what are you doing? Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) No. So they have to come back at night. And they go for some extremely disgusting dumpster So gross. Apparently, like, this restaurant must be close to Fear Street because these rats are, like, totally mutated, like... (laughs) Those rats were disgusting. They were like doing flying, like they were like flying, shrieking rats, like yeah. screaming and diving off the side. I don't rats don't do that. There were some major ROUSs. Uh, <laughs> it was really disturbing. And rats don't attack you unless you like sit on them or something, no. or you're bleeding. This was like the rat from the Princess ROUSs. Yeah, rats of unusual yeah. size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they finally find it after the grossest bout of dumpster diving I've ever read, ever. At least there weren't any maggots. That is true. I can't deal with this. Good point. Um, and then they take it back to the car. (laughs) And I'm assuming this is still Dina's dad's BMW. I think they mentioned it, but I couldn't remember. 
I suggest he gets this thing detailed. Yeah. I thought when they, like, opened it up, it was going to be full of, like, uh, like, what did you think was in there? I had no idea, but I knew it sure as hell wasn't the mask. Yeah, me too. Um, what it is, though, is a desiccated corpse of a cat, because Linda Morrison's cat had died. And obviously she asked him to, like, get rid of it, which, by the way, if I ask you to get rid of my cat, if you throw it in a dumpster, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, seriously, there's gonna be another murder. That is not okay. You do not just throw cats in dumpsters. Mm-mm. Not cool with it. Um, but we hit the quota for dead animals. Yeah, yeah. classic Fear Street, though. Dead cat. cat. There has to be a dead animal. That's true. Uh, disappointed. So, the girls drop the box, like, yeah, on the cement. right? I know. Like, they is don't, that, like, on the sidewalk or something? Yeah, they, like, don't even, they don't even have And then they leave. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, but what about the cat? I think they just leave it there. Yeah. They I definitely know. leave it there. They are fucking heartless. That's so gross. I mean, at least there Somebody's is. gonna, like, step on that cat or something. No, that's just wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, so wrong. At oh. least, like, put it somewhere. That, like That cat's, like, at the end of that book, that cat is still there. <laughs> oh. Maybe that's the cat that was in uh, Corey's locker, or Lisa's oh my locker. God. Maybe she, like, walked by and was like, huh. Uh, yeah. Huh. I got a use for this. Yeah. <laughs> See, in this book and the first book may have been taking place at the same time. I, I think they might have been. <laughs> We're going to have to headcanon that. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, oh, they oh. go to drive away, and there's, like, there's somebody in the back seat. Classic Fear Street. Yeah. Who doesn't look in their back seat before getting in their car? I don't know. Everyone like, in Shadyside definitely should. Ever like what? People in horror books don't look in their back. Seat. People in horror books are stupid. <laughs> Always look in your back seat. Uh, because if you don't, there's going to be a killer back there warning you to keep your nose out of their business. If he was really a killer, he would have killed them. But that would have looked weird. Why? Because it's in front of his restaurant? And because they're wanted in connection, you know, they're people of interest for his wife's murder, and suddenly they show up murdered, and Chuck's in prison, so who murdered them? Yeah, that's true. Good point. He is mostly not stupid in this book. Yeah. It's not till the end where Stein is like, crap, I don't know how to make this work, that he gets, like, crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, the next day, Dina goes to visit Chuck in jail. I have a question about this. Is he in jail or maximum security prison? (laughs) Well, he's an adult. I I understand that, but he hasn't gone to trial, so he should be in, like, county jail or something because they don't put you in prison when you haven't gone to trial but he's like you gotta get me out of here there's a guy bragging about killing his whole family there's a guy that there's like actual murders and rapists in here and i'm like dude there are people in there that haven't paid their child support calm yourself yeah but if it's shady side county jail (laughs) then yes there are Definitely murderers and rapists and like 
high level criminals awaiting trial and probably they've been in there for a really long time because of all the trials that have to happen and And chuck's the chuck's the new kid so he doesn't understand he he doesn't realize this is just like normal right yeah, but I like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. But I like how Dino was like, do you think he'll act tougher? I wonder how prison's changed him. It's tough. Like, he's not as tough as he thought he was. Yeah, which honestly is probably <laughs> a good thing. Oh, yeah, definitely a good thing. Um, she tells him that she's going to go to Beer Street and like... Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Tina, no. Go to Beer Street. So, there you go. Like, there there you go. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's now, like... He's not talking his big game about right? Beer Street. And he, like, uh, he gets dragged away by the guards. Yeah. Um, but she's still going to Fear Street. So, oh... So she goes home and she's eating dinner with her dad and her mom. And her dad's like a total dick about Chuck. He's like, well, he kind of brought it on himself. And I'm like, what? No, no, no. That's not, no. That's terrible. Yeah. And Dina, like, flips out on him, which good for her, and runs to her room. And then later the phone rings and it's Jade. And that's literally all that happens in this chapter. Well, also, the dad says that later the dad calls and says that he's not, maybe it's the next day, but the dad calls and says he, he's working late because there's no, the yeah, phones the, aren't working in Fear Street. That's the next day, and also, he's an executive. Yeah, why the fuck is he working late on, like, tech support stuff or, like, technical stuff? He would not be doing that as a vice president. No. Not, no. I, I work for an energy company, and no. No. I'm trying to picture, like, one of our, like, directors or something out working on, no. The only reason they would do that is for a photo op, and right. then they would leave. Right. Like, they'd put their hard hat on and go out and, you know, be working, and then they'd leave after five minutes. Yeah. So, okay, but he's working because the phones need to be out so that they can't call. Good point. Right. <laughs> phones on Fear Street are out. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So the girls don't have access to a car, so they're going to meet at the mall and then to get the bus to Fear Street. But and- how do they not have access to a car? Jade's well, dad had, like, three cars throughout this book. They kept talking about a different car. Did they? They said the cop still had one of their cars. Well, their cop has Dina's mom's car, and then she had been borrowing uh, her dad's BMW, but he obviously has that at work. And Jade's dad's, like, I guess home from whatever trip he was on, so now she doesn't have access to his car. But why can't they have a car for this chat? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why he doesn't <laughs> say, give them a car. You know, it's not like he... He's setting anything up for that. For well, that. why does he hate them so much that he, like, makes them walk around in a thunderstorm that's, like, apparently a, a hurricane happening in Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because it has to be spooky. Yeah. It's not spooky. It just sounds uncomfortable. Well, it's spooky once they get to Fear Street. Yeah. So they try to call first to make sure nobody's home at the Farbersons, but the phones are out, so, you know, they don't get anybody. 
And when they get to the house, the lights are out and it looks like nobody's home. So they go around back and go in. And, uh... Well, and when they're walking down the street, she's like, what was that? And she's like, oh, it's just a dog. Honey, that is not a dog. No. Mutated <laughs> rat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or it is the dog. It's the dog from Missing. It's the, yeah. The mutated, terrifying right, yeah. dog. Oh, shit. Oh, no, that dog's dead. <laughs> not, yet, not yet. Oh, yeah, not yet. Thank God he will be dead. I've never said that about a dog before, but that one. Although missing happened before, so maybe that dog is dead. Maybe it's just Voltaire. Why did missing? Wait, I thought missing was after. Yeah, missing's after this. No, missing's book four. Is it? This is five. Missing is immediately before that. I thought missing was like book ten. Yeah. No. All right, so the dog is dead. Okay, but there's other. It's his brother. Yeah, there's other. Um. So they go in, and uh, the house hasn't been cleaned up, and it's kind of disgusting. And I, I assume he's been living at Linda's. But this, this kind of implies that he's been living there. But ew. That's not allowed. You can't live in an active crime scene. I don't know if it is an active crime scene anymore, though. Like, but either I- way... Like, I like- thought maybe... I, at first I thought it was, but the way they talked about it, I thought maybe they were like done with that crime scene like they it wasn't active he could go back i don't know that's still it still seems very soon to to go back to living in a a crime scene and also who would want to well somebody doesn't care that their wife somebody who killed their wife yeah right so they get the the glass is still broken so they just like reach their hand and then like open the door they just go in yeah it's disgusting and they search the living room and they find nothing. Was there still blood there? Uh, I'm assuming so, because nothing was cleaned up. Okay. So they go upstairs. Well, they hear a creaking. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, God, what if he's home? Let's go upstairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. If you're creaking, why don't you just run out? <laughs> yeah. These two are such idiots. They would absolutely die first in the horror movie. They, like, oh, go yeah. towards the noise. They, like, hide in the closet when they know there's no way out. Like, they are not final girls. Oh, no. They are die first girls. Right. Yeah, no. Um, they need to learn some horror movie rules. I was really, really hoping that they'd get up there and it would be, like, a psycho situation. And it would just be, like old lady Farberson just in a rocking chair uh-huh. in corpse back and forth but it wasn't it was just an open window with the biggest foreshadowing branch ever <laughs> yeah so they like managed to get the window shot or something yeah like- they get the window shot and then they look in the they look around the room and find a letter that he didn't get rid of yeah, like, he's gonna kill his wife and just leave a letter sitting right. on top of his desk that says, like, I'm leaving you, I hate your guts. Right. Ooh, and you're not getting any more of my money. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, Farberson actually does come home and catches them. Yeah, they, like, hide in the closet. Yeah. But then, like, they, they like, don't hear anything else from him, so they go and check on him, and he's, like, sleeping, so they're gonna sneak out, but he, like, stretches or something, so they get scared and run back up, and they knock over a garbage can. And, yeah, they're stupid. Yeah. And then he comes up and finds them, and is like, wow, 
you guys are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, locks them in the room, and they're like, we have to go out the window. And this is where he, like, loses his shit. Yeah. And, like, goes from, he goes from organized killer to not. Right. Um, so while they're climbing out the window, he can't get it. Why can't he? Oh, they push a dresser mm -hmm. up against the door, so he can't get in. So he goes out with a chainsaw and starts- Yeah, like, he just magically, like, by the time they, like, get out the window, he's already, like, gone, yeah. found the chainsaw. He's, like, like halfway through cutting the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. They're freaking out. They're like, he's got it. I can't get down. We can't get back in. And then the cops show up. Of course. Just in time. Just in time. Oh. Yeah, that's why I was like, how did they get here so fast? Who even called the police? Yeah. And then I remembered your theory about how there's a police station right on Shadyside. So right on Fair Street? Yeah, yeah, right on Fair Street. So that's why they got there so quickly. Oh, yeah. Like, I think... Uh, after investigator whatever his name is got that call from Chuck, he called the Fear Street Division and was like, I need you to get out there. Well, I love how he just, they like run up and they just start shooting. Yeah, they shoot. They don't even like ask him to drop the saw. They just shoot like, him. They just shoot him. They don't kill him though. They don't, but I mean, they could have. I'm surprised they didn't, to be honest. Yeah, well, like, I mean, it wouldn't have been bad if they did, but like. Um, and then they rescue the girls. And then Chuck and uh, Chuck and Dina's dad are also there, and Dina's like, "What the hell?" And, yeah, and then, then this part is just dumb. And then the cops are like, "Well, we actually were—he was our prime suspect all along." And Dina's like, "Then why was my brother in jail?" <laughs> yeah, very pissed off. Which, yes, yeah. I yeah. And and they're like, "Well." We wanted them to think that we thought Chuck was the murderer, and he was like, excuse me? And her dad was like, and I agreed to it because I thought it would do him some good. And she's like, what? Yeah. And she freaks out. And Chuck's like, "Like, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, I get it. And she's like, it is not okay. Yeah. Dina's the only one, and I'm assuming Jay too, but she wasn't the one freaking out. The only one who is right in this situation, because it's they left an 18-year-old kid in jail so they could throw off their prime suspect in a murder investigation. I don't think that's legal. Yeah. And also, Chuck's 18, so his dad can't agree to it. Chuck has to agree to it if it is legal. Oh, this is the worst ending ever. Yeah. But, so then she's like, well, how did the cops like know to come here? And he's like, well, I told them your plan to like go to Fear Street. I had to like call them and tell them I was going to confess to get them to talk to me. And then when they came, I, like, told them that you have to go to Fear Street. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, my God, you made a prank call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I blocked that part out. That was terrible. <laughs> it's like, what are you, like, you promised you wouldn't. And he's like, promised what? And she's like, that you wouldn't make any more prank calls. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, it was a really bad ending. And so it, it gets even worse. The real ending. The my last line. I have, like, why does it have to be something for me? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. I, I, this last line, I was like, why, why a postcard? Why not send a carrier pigeon? <laughs> so 
So it's Monday, <coughs> and of course everyone's like, ooh, which I don't think they would. Oh, wait, is this Della? Yeah, it's Della. Oh, I didn't write that down. I did that. So everyone's like all interested in their story, which I don't think they would be because. Because it's Fear Street. Yeah. Maybe they just don't have anything else to talk about except the latest murder. I guess. So Definitely. That's all they have to talk about. It's Shady Side. So Lisa's like, oh, still being aggressive. Which I don't She know. wants her exclusive. This yeah. is the only time she's been like this. Okay. And then um, Rob's like, oh, you want to go on a date? Whatever. Puke. Whatever. I like Rob. Puke. And then um, Jade, they're like, oh, well, you and Chuck to come too. And Jade's like, well, I think I might have too much homework. Jade does not do homework. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. I'll call you after school. And the dean is like, oh, on second thought, I've had enough of telephones. Just send me a postcard. (laughs) I don't know why I wrote this down. Oh, yeah, now I know why. I wrote how Jade is such a Claudia because of her outfit. Oh, yeah. Her fabulous multicolored outfit. Yeah. She wore a lot of cool outfits. Yeah. She is a Marianne. She is not a Stacy. Yeah. It's true. She's definitely a Marianne. Um, but also I thought that that scene where she called her sister and her sister was like, oh, so stupid. That was also very Claudia. Agreed. I agree. This book was not great. Uh, it did not hold up. No, it really didn't. I feel like it gets points, though, for being the 90s book, like, ever. Yeah, Yeah, it does, a little bit, because it could never be dated. No, not ever. Uh, Do you want to do your counts? Does anybody have anything else to say before we get into counts? Yeah, I do. Oh. Michelle has something. I had my phrases that I wrote down. Oh, yeah. The worst phrases that were in this book. Okay, first of all... Uh, Chuck says, booga, booga. <laughs> what 18-year-old boy says, None. booga, booga. None. <laughs> that really, like, pains me to even have I to know. repeat that, okay? <laughs> it really hurt. Is, uh, is this going to be, like, the death of you reading this list? Yes. <laughs> when I was, like, like, growing up, I had so many words that were just, like, off limits. You won't say these words. Booga Booga is one of them. He one of them. Like I never liked corn on the cob, like just the sound of it. What? So I would, I just like, I would just say C on the C. I'm gonna start saying corn on the cob Uh, all the time. I hate that. (laughs) I don't. I can like say it now, but I don't care for it. It must go in there. Okay. Uh, That was really the pits. That's the one that I noticed. I was like. No 16-year-old girl has ever said that. That was really Ever. Hit. Like, my mom might say that. Like, my mom would not say in that. In the 80s. <laughs> my mom would have been, my mom would be like, that's fucked up. Uh, and then, okay, someone says rats. Oh, yeah. And then, like. But not talking about rats. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, will you cool it? No one says that. Uh, and then, this will be a snap. I mean, maybe in the 50s they said that. And then, did he think she was after his hot bod? Yeah. <laughs> you did have it. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, Michelle's going to flip. Yeah. 
Uh, all those things teenagers don't say. No, and I don't think they ever said them, and if they did, it was in 1952. Yeah. And even then, it was in a movie about 1952. <laughs> 1952 yeah. teenagers. It was 1952 teenagers in, like, written by 60-year-old yeah. men. Yeah. yeah. All right, what other, what other counts do you have? Um, so, it was early September, so only one sweater. Only one kill, right? Well, yeah, because the whole book was about that kill. Yeah, but... Like, it was like a murder mystery more than anything. Died. Yeah. Any more deaths? Uh, dated references? So many. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, so can't. many. Well, first of all, gel. I feel like that's a dated reference. Like, do people still use gel? Like, this kind of gel? Like, the green, like, big no. bottle of, like, gel? I used gel. LA Looks gel. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. It was, yeah. like, that kind of gel. <laughs> I think they use, like, pomade now. Yeah, it's not, like... I, I use gel. It's just not LA Looks <laughs> shitty gel okay. that turns your hair... That turns hard in your hair. Okay, well, but I feel like that gel is a dated reference. No that gel is disgusting. No one's using that. <laughs> it would be like if they were using like rave hairspray. Yeah. I mean, like we use hairspray. Oh, I miss that. We, me too. But we use hairspray today. We just don't use rave. Or what were those perfume bottles you would buy that like sprayed on? Do you remember those? They were like a, they were like body spray, and they were in like a tin like yeah. sort of thing you'd get in like the dollar store yeah. and you'd like spray them. Were they like designer imposter? Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> it. They're, they were all like, oh, they were terrible. Um. I wore uh, exclamation and um, like remember Electric Youth? Yeah. The perfume. Yeah. From Debbie Gibson. Yes, those are my '80s perfumes. Um, the phone, obviously, was a big reference. Just in general. In general. The phone. Everything about it. The phone book. <laughs> uh, a VHS. The VHS tapes. Yeah. The um, Kim Basinger. Like no one would refer oh, to her yeah. as like. I forgot she was like, I look like Kim Basinger. Yeah. Uh, there was a tape player, and they were listening to Dire Straits. Were they? Yeah, they were. Wow. All right. That's amazing. Yeah. Which I feel like they wouldn't be listening to Dire Straits in 1990. It's like, Dire Straits was the first video that ever aired on MTV in 1981. So, I mean, I feel like in 1990, that's maybe not what we were listening. Maybe it's just an old tape. Maybe she was just like, oh, I have this old tape, put it in. Maybe. But in 1990, that's not what I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to New Kids on the Block in 1990, yeah. so... I was listening to Bobby Brown. I don't know if my music uh, selection can be used. Cassie to... was listening to Sesame Street. Raffi, thank you very much. I was just going to say that. I was listening to Raffi. Um... Yeah. Other oh, outfits. So Jade wore a pink and white checked jumpsuit with short sleeves. Did she wear any cat suits in this book? She wore a denim jumpsuit with patches. But no cat suit. No cat suit. Because in all the other books, Jade's always in a cat suit. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she's wearing a lot of jumpsuits. I don't know what a cat suit is, so I just picture her as Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I'm just going to go with that. I think a catsuit is a jumpsuit. It's just like 
a catwoman jumpsuit. Like a sexy term for one or something. Uh, or like a man, a man that doesn't know what it is. Speaking of words. Yeah. I think the difference, is, yeah, maybe, but I think the difference is a cat suit is like spandex yeah. and a jumpsuit is like, you know, more flowy and like. All right. Silk. She wore a pink and white check jumpsuit with short sleeves, which I want to see this. I'm picturing it denim. Do you think it was like long, like pants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn, like checked, pink and white checked the whole way. That's yes. Like gigum. Wow, that's an outfit. I told you, very Claudia. Yeah. And then she wore a navy jumper with a pink wool jacket. Now, okay. does he mean a jumper, like, is he, like, British now? Yeah. Or okay. is he what talking is... about, like, uh, like, overalls? I don't, I don't know. I, I think overall dress. Okay. Yeah, because that's what I called a jumper, but then, like, I started reading books when I got older, like, that were set in Britain, and I'm like, why is everybody running around in these overall dresses? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> this is Weasley's knitting overall dresses. <laughs> yeah, like, why are the guys wearing overall dresses? I'm so confused. Is there, like, overall shorts that they wear that they call jumpers? <laughs> and then I had to ask because I'm stupid. Like, so I had to ask somebody, and they were Aww. like, oh, in Britain, like, sweaters. I mean, sweaters. And I'm like, oh. Do any theories? Besides? I do have theories. Okay. All right, let's see. So I shared, which one did I share with you? I know I shared one theory earlier. About, like, the future. Oh, yeah, I shared the future forensics equipment. Um, what other theories do I have? So I had a theory when Dina kept forgetting that half of her class lives on Fear Street that maybe there's this fog that covers Fear Street, and if you aren't, like, directly associated with an event that happens, it kind of messes with your memory a little bit. So if you're, like, on the sidelines, like, at a party or, you know, you, just, you, you hear a rumor or something, and then later you're like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. I wasn't really, I didn't have anything to do with that. I wasn't there. I've never been to Fear Street. I feel like that might be what's causing uh, Dina's fugue state. Could be. And then I had another theory. Oh, it was about the clay. Yeah. So the clay that only appears at the end of Fear Street and nowhere else. Yeah. Two options. One, it is actually the old, dead, decayed, dusty bodies of all of the people who died because of the curse. So all of the fears. Okay. Or Angelica brought up like a special like clay she needed for her magical rituals when she came up from New Orleans, because it doesn't, it, it's not in Ohio, yeah. and that's, like, what's left of it. It's, uh, like, mixed into the ground. I like that one. Those are the two options. So, um, what happens in wrong number two? I have no idea. I don't even know if I read that one. I don't think I did either. Like, are they prank calling again? Um, I think he just, so the summary in the back says that they start getting, like, creepy phone calls okay. and they're like but Mr. Farberson's in jail behind bars they're safe right or are they okay so it's like they're actually so wrong number two might actually be what I like was wanting this book to be oh yeah where like, they were yeah. actually getting scary phone calls from other people 
That's very possible. I want Jade to be in on it because she's like clearly a descendant of the fears. You th- oh, she's, she's a ginger. Yeah. She does have red hair. Yeah, so I mean, I just kept waiting for her to be like in on it. And did you ever notice how like they purposely, they didn't even tell the cops that she was there with them? Like they kept leaving her out of it. Oh yeah. Get her involved. And I'm like, what's that about? Like, yeah, the cops like never even talked to her. No, because they were like, was anybody else with you? And they were like, no. Even though Stanley, whatever, was like, there were two girls with Yeah, with them. but they were just like, okay. Suspicious. I know. And like Jade was like being shady at the beginning of the book. So I just kept waiting for her to be like involved in some way, which would have been a really good twist. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll be involved in the second one. We can only hope. <laughs> All right, you guys have ratings? Uh, yeah. Um, All right, I'll give it 2.5 out of 5 awesome jumpsuits. Um, so I'm going to give it 3 out of 6 wrongful arrests. Three out of six? Yeah. Why six? I don't know. I've like never it. given six before. Awesome. I've given seven before. That was because there was seven whatever the things you were counting. Cassie's switching it up. <laughs> you were like something out of seven like cliffhangers because you were counting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, red herrings. Yeah, okay. This, is, this just has no meaning. No. <laughs> it's cool. Neither did this book. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it two out of five dumpster dives. Good one. Yeah, really gross dumpster dives. (laughs) Um, any last thoughts? Um, nope. I didn't care for this book. Me neither. Yeah, it wasn't great. And I like Dina and Jade less now. Me too. I don't want to see them in any other book. Yeah. Like, turning up in every book. Oh. I like them. I don't. I did like them until this well, book. Well, I did too, but I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe they'll be redeemed in the second one. Hmm. I have no interest. We're going to have to read it at some point. Yeah, I guess. But it's on the back burner. All right. Well, what else are you guys uh, reading, watching, doing, listening to? I don't know. Whatever. Lots. Reading and watching lots. Like last month when I was like nothing. Like I have made no progress in my life. But now I'm like everything. Like I don't know. I just flipped a switch and reading a ton and watching a lot of stuff. So. What? Tell us. Oh my god. So many. I can't even. Um, Well so reading i'm currently reading the daughter of smoke and bone trilogy by laney taylor i i like it you don't like it i liked the first half of the first book oh really that's the part that i didn't like i only started liking it when they got into the flashback scene and we learned about madrigal nope hated that anything that happened after she's no longer in art school and like she no longer has the awesome best friend with the puppets uh she definitely still has zeus as her best friend zeus has a big part in the second book so i still zeus is amazing read 
Beyond the first no. book? No. No, no, no. That was a book club book way back in the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think it was, it might have just been like, there was like five of us or something. It was really early. Did everybody like it or? No. Oh, nobody liked it? Uh, I, I don't think, I don't remember. I know I didn't like it. I don't think Kay liked it. I'm not sure about everybody else. I feel like Patty probably liked it because didn't she like all the books at first when you guys first started book club? <laughs> I feel like she felt like she had to say she liked them all, but she didn't. So you're really enjoying it? I am, yeah. Uh, I'm listening to the audio, and I, so, I, I think for, for a long time I was lying about having read this series, <laughs> because a lot of my blogger friends, like, love it. They're wow. obsessed with it, and so, like, I didn't want to tell them that I hadn't read it, and that I didn't want to read it, because I didn't want them to give me shit about it, but I really liked her new series, um, Strange the Dreamer is the first book, and the second book, Muse of Nightmares, comes out in a couple weeks. So I thought, as I was trying to find an audiobook, that I would maybe give this one a try, because I, I liked her other series, yeah. and I'm really liking it, so. What else are you reading? Wow. I'm reading The Ladies' Guides to Petticoats and Piracy. Oh, nice. So... It's good so far. I'm about 100 pages in. Mm. So I've read eight books so far this month. Damn. Yeah. Only two of them were audio and one was a comic. But um, I also just read and loved The Agony House by Sherry Priest. It was amazing. Um, it's about, uh, it's, it's similar to I Am Princess X in the format. It's a YA and there are like comic images that are part of the story and help you figure out the mystery within the book which is really cool and this one is about a haunted house in New Orleans and the main character moves to the house with her family and the house is trying to kill them basically and it's amazing it was so good I read it in like a day and a half it was awesome so the house is alive no. Okay. It's haunted and basically it's it's like really old and dilapidated and it's falling apart and there's questions about like whether or not it's the poltergeist that's doing it or whether it's actually the house falling apart. So okay. I thought it was like did you ever read Rooms by Lauren Oliver? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking it was like that or something. Yeah. Which, I mean, the house was, like, haunted, but it was also, like, they were living as the house or something. Yeah. Yeah, but it was amazing. I definitely recommend it. It had, it had very much, like, a, like, a horror movie sort of vibe to it. And it also had, like, the historical elements because the house. So, it was awesome. Cool. And I'm I currently I'm watching The Dragon Prince on Netflix and it's very good. It's like a fantasy cartoon Avatar the Last Airbender type of deal. Um so it's very good. I just watched Atypical 
also on Netflix. So nice. What about you, Michelle? Um, I'm like you. I'm reading like so much. Like yeah. I don't know why, but as soon as September hit, I like got in this mood to read and not do anything else. Like I don't want to blog. I don't want to. I'm not in the mood for any of that. But I'm like totally in the mood to read books. I just want everyone to leave me alone. Let me read books. So, um, I'm reading right now. I'm reading Broken Things by Lauren Oliver. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's loosely based on the Slender Man. Uh, those girls that like tried to kill their friend because Slender Man told them to do it. So I feel like it's kind of like that. It's like these girls who their friend is dead and like they, instead of Slender Man, they're like obsessed with this like fantasy novel that ends in the middle of a sentence, which I'm like, isn't that like, John Green, <laughs> like, uh, The Fault in Our Stars, like, that book ended in the middle of a sentence. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, hmm. But anywho, this book ends in the middle of a sentence, and they're, like, obsessed with why, and they write, like, fan fiction, and then their fan fiction comes true, and this girl's dead. So, like, they're suspects, but, like, it's an old murder, which so now they're trying to figure out who did it. It's cool. It's very, like, good Lauren Oliver, not the, not the Lauren Oliver I don't like. <laughs> Only read the Lauren Oliver I don't like, so. Uh, me too. You, <laughs> yeah. I you like, need to, like, tell me which ones are good, because okay. I, yeah, I've not had luck with her. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I've had, I've had ups and downs, but. Yeah, I've had ups and downs. I liked Replica. I read that recently. Yeah, I haven't read that yet. Uh, it's good have it and the second book I just haven't read them yet. Yeah. Well I think the reason why I haven't read it yet is because I'm I've been, every time I think about reading it I sit there and think like how am I supposed to read it? Yeah. And I've never gotten like a good answer to that question. I gave you a good answer. What? I told so I listened to the audiobook and the way that the audiobook did it is Lyra first and then Gemma. So okay. read it like that. See it's written like like in halves and it's like you you like turn the book over to start oh, the other half. Cool. But you can like start with either one, it doesn't matter. Or you can read like one chapter and then the end like one chapter. I would not do that. And I, I, yeah. I don't think you should do that. I, I would not first of all, like that's really ridiculous in terms of like you know, physicality. Yeah, yeah that's like House of Leaves level. Yeah. No. But also, yeah, the way that the, like, they, they do overlap at a certain point, and more of Lyra's stuff is just Lyra. Like, the Gemma stuff, there's more of Lyra in it, which is why I think you should start with Lyra. Okay. Well, finally, I got a good answer. I think you were just, like, start with Lyra and, like, never told me why. Oh, well. So I'm just like, well, okay, but, like, somebody else told me to do something else, and then, like, no yeah. one's ever told me why, or yeah, look at it like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the audiobook did, so I figure that makes the most logical sense, yeah. but also, yeah, there's more, more of Gemma's stuff involved, Lyra. 
So I'm liking that. And then I'm watching this show called Animal Kingdom. I think it's on like TNT or something, but I don't know. It's on Amazon. So I started watching it. And like, just in case anybody was wondering, Ben from Felicity is still hot. <laughs> Star of the show. Never thought he was going to not be hot, to be honest. Well, I never thought like Luke Perry would not be hot. And he's really? Not hot. Because Luke Perry was going bald like during 90210. Well, I don't know. I didn't watch 90210, like, the whole, I gave up after a while. <clears throat> like, the beginning Fair. of it was good, and then it got stupid. It did. When I realized that Aaron Spelling was, like, holding on to Tori Spelling's virginity in a creepy way, I was like, I can't with the show. Oh, like, it's freaking me out. It's just, it's just awkward at this point. Such a like, he's just like, I will not let my daughter be de-virginized on TV. Well, then don't put her in the show. Oh, it's so creepy. Anywho, that's when I gave up. But I don't know. There's a lot of actors I liked back in the day. Back in the day that I didn't think would get ugly, and they did. Well, he's definitely. But he looks exactly the same. He's still adorable, which is probably the only reason why I'm watching the show. To be honest, it's not that, <laughs> it's not that great. I just want to like look at him. Yeah. Nice. Well, I just finished. A book called Binti. It's the first in a trilogy. It's a novella, which I didn't know when I started it, and it stopped. And I was so into it, and I was really, really sad. <laughs> like I was like, "But, but why is it over? What? Why?" So I have the second one that I have to start. That I'm ready to start reading. It just came in from the library. It's by Oh Nettie Okorafor. I'm really sorry to the author because I don't think that's how you say your name at all but it's really good it's um it's like sci-fi and the it's about this um this girl who is the first of her people to ever not just leave earth but like leave their their like town their like their people like they don't even like travel on earth let alone off and she gets accepted to the best school in like the entire universe and she will be the first of her people to go to school and it's about um it's about the trip from uh from her home to the school and like what happens on the ship and it's really good i can't wait to start the second one so is it a space opera um i don't know not really i don't know what that is i just wanted to say it <laughs> it's not really a space <laughs> opera um, it's more like a, it's more just like sci-fi, um, but it's very good. And then watching, I'm watching, I'm actually watching a show on YouTube Red. What is YouTube Red? It's when you have like a, like the Prime Google account or whatever, like uh, their pay thing. Mm -hmm. So you get, like, I have it pretty much for, like, music stuff. Because mm -hmm. then you can listen to, like, anything you want. Mm -hmm. um, but you As also... to, like, regular YouTube where you can listen to anything you no, want? No, 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 Google Play. Like, Google uh, Play, their entire uh, music library. Okay. Um, but you also get YouTube Red, which has, like, behind-the-paywall stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started watching a show called Impulse. It's about this girl that turns out has this, like, superpower that not so super and more like terrifying and causes a lot of problems and they 
they're like dealing with it like very I guess in a sort of like a grounded sort of like way I don't want to say realistic because she's literally transporting herself it's not very real realistic but like like it happens when she so has YouTube makes TV shows uh, apparently is this the only one or is there more no there were others too oh, weird. I don't is there know anybody famous in it uh, this one doesn't have any, well, yeah, actually, it does have somebody famous in it. So, Keegan-Michael Key is in it from Key and Peele. Wow, that's big. And then, so, Missy Pyle, who is one of those people who is li in literally everything, and whenever I see her, I'm like, where do I know her from? And I look her up on IMDb, and I'm like, oh, all of the things. Okay, all of the things. <laughs> so, like... I don't know what to tell you. Her name's Missy Pyle. I'm sure you've seen her in a billion things. I feel like she plays, like, the ditzy or mean mom a lot. Yeah, I mean, she looks really familiar. Yeah. Look her up. She It's Missy Pyle. It's M-I-S-S-I -S 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 and then P-Y-L-E. But um, it's pretty good. I'm actually, I, I like it. It's better than I thought it was going to be. I just clicked on it because I didn't know what to watch. I was bored. And then finally, I have mostly, I think, completed my list of movies for my 31 days. She's like a guest star in every show that ever existed. She's <laughs> in every TV show that ever existed. Everything. Like, she's been on one episode. And then um, I, fi I finished my movie list, I think, for my 31 days of horror in October, where mm -hmm. I watch one horror movie every day. Yeah. Um, although this is not... Just, there's a couple of, like, non-horror, but Halloween-related movies. So, like, The Craft is in there. I'm going to watch Halloween Town. But most of this one. Nice. The Craft's horror? No, it's not. What is it? I don't know. Goth? It's horror. Oh, it doesn't, it's, it's not scary. It is totally scary. No, it's not. Oh, my God. Nancy is terrifying. Nancy she's is the stuff of nightmares. but she's, she's not. She's the stuff of nightmares. I don't know. It's not, I don't know. It doesn't feel like horror to me. Like, that girl's skin is all messed up, burned, and, like. Yeah, I don't, does anybody have anything else? No. Cassie? Nope. Nope. All right, then I think that's it for uh, the wrong number. What are we reading next month? Secret uh, Bedroom. Ah, Next month, we are reading The Secret Bedroom. Go out, order that book, be prepared for next month, and while you're at it, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fear Street Podcast. Uh, visit our blog at fearstreetpodcast.blogspot.com. Yes, yes, yes. I did it. You did it. Um... Let us know what you think. Drop us a line. Tell us uh, if you read this book, if you liked it. If you want to buy that um, pink tracksuit, <laughs> jumpsuit thing that I posted, let me know. And we will, uh... oh, and remember.
You have been warned. Come to Fear Street, and you're dead. <laughs>